things that you don't want in your garden. Because you ain't eating nothing like that. Amen. Anybody here ever eat poke salad? Yeah. 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 You get down when you're getting down to poke salad. You know what I mean? If you have your Bibles with, with you this morning, turn to Matthew chapter 13. Now, I, I, I pray you'll be uh, patient with me. I'm going to tell you some personal stuff and it just ain't none of your business. I got me some new dentures. And I'm trying to learn how to speak so you can understand it. My words, my, my wife's favorite word is what? What'd you say? That's a favorite sentence. Say that again. I said, okay. But my prayer today is that you'll be able to hear what I'm saying and understand. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bow before you. And I thank you, God, for this opportunity to come and share your word. Your word that's filled with wisdom. Your word, Lord, that gives us direction. Your word, Lord, that gives us comfort. Your word, God, that, that brings healing to our souls. Now, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you bless your word today in a very special way. In Christ's name. Amen. Amen. I want to take it this morning that you have a feel. You have a feel. Matthew 13, beginning with verse 24, it says, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? For whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy has done this. The servant said unto him, Will thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, No, or nay, lest while you gather up the tares, you root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together unto the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Amen. Now, when you think about sowing in your, in your field, the title of this message is somebody is sowing in your field. Amen. God gave you a mind. Do you realize how powerful you are? Yes. I don't think you do. Yeah. I don't think you do. I don't think we've thought very much about it. That's why I say that. Because when you think something, 
It happened. Yes. Have you ever had one of those deals where you said, boy, I'd like to have one of those. Amen. Just three thought. And the next thing you know, within a couple of days or whatever, there it is. Yes. Anybody ever had that happen? Anybody beside me? Yeah. Let me see your hand back to you. Okay. You see, there's power in your mind. Now, why is that? It's because we're made in the image of God. God spoke to said the word and took nothing, stood on nothing, and created everything. That's powerful. There's power in your words. Did you know that? What what you say? I drive a charter bus, and sometimes I get these people on the bus that's kind of wild, using vulgarities and all that stuff. I don't like to hear that. I don't want to hear that. So I got this little story that I tell. I said, you know, I live on, on a farm, and it's interesting. Because when I hear the crowing, I know that that's my rooster. When I hear the cacking, I know that's my hen. When I hear the barking, I know that's my dog. And when I hear the braying, I know that's my jackass. <laughs> In other words, you're known by your speech. Amen. You're known by what you say. Can I tell you that most of the time, by far most of the time, it just cuts off. <laughs> Right there, that, that solid, that, unplug that little deal. But that's good. You're, to have God in your life, you've got to have him in your innermost part. God's not a spare tire just be carried around when things get tough. But he's in the driver's seat. He's got in your life. In fact, he said, your steps are ordered by him. Do you know him? I said, do you know him? You see, that's the thing. We, we need to know God in a very personal way. You see, our, our actions are the fruit of our attitudes. Attitudes are the fruit of our thoughts. It's only those thoughts that are your thoughts that will actually have a great effect in your life. Now, what do you mean by that? When you begin to say what other people say, then they're depriving you. But when you begin to say what God says, then he's the one that's leading you. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because, Lord, we want to hear from you. We We need to hear your word. Sometimes when people say things to you, we don't realize that they are putting a word that, that's a road in front of us. When I was coming up, we didn't have this stuff called psychology. We didn't have none of that. We, we, we didn't hear nothing about, no, you don't say negative things about to your kid. Come here, boy, you're so stupid. <laughs> Without you, don't you stupid. You see, we begin to act what they say we are. Yeah, Am I talking to anybody? Yeah. Have you ever been around somebody 
And, and when you come away from them, you think, why did I act like that? Amen. It's because you think that's what they think Amen. you're supposed to be. Yes. And we start, we start trying to fill in the words that they have spoken to us. Yes. Somebody is sowing in your field. When somebody begins to talk in the church about somebody else, you're sowing bad seed. Amen. And according to this word, you are the enemy. Amen. And you don't want to be the enemy no. in God's house. No. In God's family. Right. I love the church. Don't you love the church? Yeah, you know why I love the church? I love the church because you can come and feel safe. Amen. You can come and feel loved. Amen. You can come and feel like people really do care about Amen. you. You can come and be healed. Yes. There you, go. you can come and be reassured. Yes. You can come and be encouraged. Yes. You can come and be an encouragement to somebody else. Yes. You can come and find your place in the body of ministry. Yes. It don't matter. You can't do that just anywhere. I used to have a pastor that... <laughs> Somebody said, pray for me. He'll grab their hand and pray for him right there. Yeah. Brother O.L. Stokes. A lot of times in Walmart here in Tacoma, he'd be standing in the middle of the aisle praying for somebody. Amen. Because they said, pray for me. Yeah. I love church. I because when you come to church, man, you can feel the presence of God. Yeah. The God that loves you, the God that, that gave his son to die on the cross so that you can have life. Yes. He said, I thirst so we never thirst again. Mm -hmm. He went to hell so we can go to heaven. That's, right. that's the one. Yeah. That's, you don't find that just anywhere. Right. You don't find it just anywhere. It's good to, it's good to know that, that God's right there with you and he's right there for you. Now, it says, while men slept, this thought occurred to me. Why men slept? When did you sleep? You sleep in the dark. Amen. Every one of us on our road to through life, we have those daylights and we have those night times. Right? Yes. What's a night time? A night time is like what Jesus faced when he was in the garden praying, oh God, Father, is there any way we can get this job done without going through this. Wow. Nine times the time when he was hanging on that cross. Nine times the time when he was being beaten. Your nine times come when, when you don't know where, where the miracle is coming from. Your nine times comes a lot of times when you know you need a miracle but don't know if there's going to be one. But it's in those times. It's in the night times when the enemy comes and souls. Listen and be careful to who you're listening to. Be careful to who you're listening to. If you've got friends that are always pulling you down, they're not your friends. If you've got friends that's lifting you up, making you feel good about yourself, 
hang around with those kind of guys. Amen? Amen. Because I'm going to tell you, the world is so negative anyway, and it's easier for them to pull you down than it is for you to pull them up. Oh, but I'm supposed to be an encouragement. You can't encourage nobody. You can't get nobody out of the mud hole if you stuck. Amen? But we're going to walk in victory. I said, we're going to walk in victory. I said, we're going to walk in victory. So when we look at the walking in victory, what's going to happen? Then we can reach out and touch somebody. Yeah. Walking in victory. But I can't be there. What are you saying about yourself? I can't, I can't, I can't. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do you believe that? Or is that one of the scriptures you just kept out of your Bible? Oh, I know what you do. You didn't flip it out. You just fold that page up, double it up, hid it away because you didn't want to read that. Amen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We're one of five people. Write this down. First of all, there's a guy that we think we are. I think I'm this. And that's just what you're saying. I think I'm this, this. And the second person that we are is the person that we really are. Do we know who we really are? Sometimes I think, I can do this on to find out I couldn't do that. Amen. The person I thought I was and the person I really was. I thought I was strong enough, but then I was not strong enough. Then there's a person that we think they think we are. Oh, they think we're cute. No, they don't. Then there's a fourth one is the one that they really think you are. They think you're foolish. But the fifth dimension is where we want to live. That's the one that God says you are. He says, you're my child. He says, you're a child of the king. Hello? He says, you are a child of the king. He says, your sins are forgiven. Quit walking around with that load of guilt on your back. Shake it loose, amen? Why? Because I've been washed in the blood. And I, I will tell you right now, there's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. Jesus said you're free. You're free from sin. He said you're forgiven. He said you're saint. You don't feel like no saint. Sometimes we don't act like we're saints. But when he says you are, then start walking like he says you are. Lift your head. Amen. Put your feet out there in front of one another and walk like you got some strength. Yes. Get your attitude right. Yes. Anybody know who Mark Rutland is? Yes. Yeah. Well, you hear him on 91.5, every five days a week. He's a great man, a great teacher, great preacher. And, uh, 
He's my friend. I don't think I'm his, but I, he's my friend. <laughs> but anyway, see, here we go with my thinking again. But uh, he was telling a story one time about he had a friend that had a new airplane. He said, Mark, he said, won't you go ride with me in my new plane? He said, well, I don't know. So he go ride out there to the airport. He sees that new plane. He says, hey, that's great. They get in the plane and they start flying off. He said, get out there on the runway. And he's looking out the window. And things are going by. And they get faster and faster. And faster and faster. And finally they get smaller and smaller. He said, he turns around and looks at his friend. Because now they're up in the air. And his friend is watching him engage and everything. And he said, uh, how do you know which gauge is what we want? He said, this is the one most important. That's my attitude gauge. Oh, he said, oh, no, you mean altitude gauge. He said, no, no, no. The altitude gauge is important. That tells you how high the plane is off the ground. But the attitude gauge tells you the relationship of the nose of the plane with the ground. If your attitude is down, you're in the crashing mode. If your attitude's up, then you're in the flying mode. Amen. 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 How many have ever noticed that your attitude changes? Blue Monday. Oh, man. No, 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 no. I've got to go to work. No, thank God you get to go to work. Amen. Amen. So when you, man, honey, they, they've been times I couldn't buy a job. Right. But the wheels kept coming. Yeah. Right. The days kept going by. And I kept getting deeper and deeper. <coughs> but then God kept stepping up. Yeah. Attitude. The attitude is, 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 is that uh, I can do this. Amen. I can do this. Yes. People are planting in your garden, in your mind, all the time. Have you ever tried to watch TV? Anybody here watch TV? Have you ever get fed up with it? Why? Because you get right in the middle of the program and it's about to happen and you hear the commercial. Well, you need one of these. You ain't had one in all your life, but now that one you got to have. Yeah. So what do you do? You go to the bank, you borrow the money that you don't need to borrow, and you buy the stuff, and you don't fit. Yeah. And there you are in the mess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What's happened? They have planted seed in your mind. Planted those seeds in your field. Sometimes we say, God, I, you know, we, we just make a decision and we just jump off the cliff. Now, God, I hope that the vine out there somewhere, <laughs> you better examine some things. Because, like I said, people are sowing bad stuff in your field. Yes. And he said that when the blades came up, the stuff they sow will come up. It's true. And then you've got to deal with it. Yeah. Somebody's sowing in your field. Then turn that thing around. 
Whose field are you sowing in? Come on, Christian. Come on, Christian. Whose field are you sowing in? What are you sowing in their field? Bless your heart. I, I, I'm so glad you made it out. I, I thought you'd gonna die. We'd already planned your funeral. Amen. We've been practicing the songs. Shut your mouth. Amen. Amen. The doctor said when my wife had her stroke, the doctor said, if she makes it through the night, and I don't think you will, but if she makes it through the night, she's just gonna be a vegetable. I said, honey, you're the prettiest tomato I've ever seen. Amen. Amen. But you know what? What did God say? Yes. What did God say? Yes. Somebody on time to have trouble. They said, Pastor, you got to have my Well, this is pretty. Are we down to that? Are we down to prayer? You see, we're always leaning on everything and everybody else. The Bible says, lean not in your own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Do you believe that? You see, this is another thing. We, we, we spend more time watching TV than we do in hearing what God is saying to us. Do you set aside some time? I ain't saying, okay, look at the clock, but it's got to be. Okay, God, you got three minutes to talk to me. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. God, you're, you're always on, on time and on my line. Yeah. You talk to me anytime. That yeah. <laughs> reminded me of another story. Can I tell you another story? Yeah. I had a friend of mine who passed through. He and I went to college together over at Emmanuel College. And uh, he passed a little... Uh, church, Pentecostal Holiness Church in, in Doe Run. Anybody know where Doe Run is? Right outside of uh, Albany. Not Albany, Albany. That's Georgia, Albany. And uh, I preached, preached revival for him. We, we had a great time. And uh, he made me this beautiful worship music cassette. This was some time back. And uh, I'm riding down the road. Presence of God is so strong in that little car. I mean, he's sitting right there. I can see him. Yeah. But when I look, he's gone. I look back, and there he is. Everybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And I'm listening to that beautiful music. I said, God, just talk to me, Charles. I'd like to rent the car. When you listen to this tape, think about me. It's three o'clock in the morning. I called him. I'll come back up there and whoop you. <laughs> no, let God talk to you. Amen. I had a pastor one time say, God don't talk to me. And I said, Well, where have you been? You need to get saved. Amen. God talked to me just about all the time. Yes. And he's talking to you. Are you hearing him? Amen. Sometimes to hear him, you've got to change channels and turn that other stuff off. Lord, here I am. I. Speak unto me. Can you imagine Abraham when 
all at once. <laughs> Here he is up on the mountaintop, ready to sacrifice his son. And God says, the anger of the Lord says to him, Abraham. And Abraham said, Behold, here I am. Do the land no harm. What if, <laughs> I don't know if I do this or not, what if the anger of the Lord said, No, that kind of stuff that folks listen to all the time. The rap, I call it. I call it static. I can't hear you, Lord. What you just let me turn this thing off. I really love and appreciate it. Just, this is just for your information. I really love and appreciate the way we started the service this morning. Time of prayer. The music was just right. The atmosphere was right. You could sense the Holy Spirit walking down the aisle. You could sense him walking up behind you. You could sense him touching your heart. You could sense him saying peace to the storms. You could sense him saying victory to the battles. Be still and know that I am God. Boy, we're pretty comfortable. We can't be still and know. But part of that to have the toughest time of being still and knowing. <laughs> but that's what he says, dude. Yes. But I love that. Did, did you love that? Yes. That, that was great. It was great. You see, the devil would put bad seed in your bag. And if you're not careful, you'll say bad things to somebody when you've been better off just to keep your mouth shut. Amen. 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 Can I tell you something? You're not God. That's right. You don't have all the words of wisdom. Amen. God is God. That's right. If God is supposed to be sitting in that seat, don't be letting somebody else sit in his seat. Amen. If ain't nobody in that seat, we're going to wait on him to come to his seat. Amen. 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 You don't have to have all the last words. You don't have to. You see, so good things in people's lives. Having a conversation with my son yesterday, and George is sitting on the porch, and uh, just talking. But he was telling me about his boss. He said, uh, I heard some bad stuff. Uh -oh. Yeah, I heard the battery died. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? That's all right. Battery died. He said, I heard, heard some bad stuff. He said, but that's none of my business. It's the one behind you. Right there, yeah. <laughs> he said, but that's not my business. I said, yes, son, it is, son. What you need to do when you, because he said, he said, I, he said, I think he's a great man. Tell him that. Uh -huh. You know something positive about somebody? Tell him. Hey, Build him up. Hey, Amen. I had one lady one time, she, she'd say something good about everybody. And so I said, I, I bet you won't say nothing good about the devil. 
She's like, you know, he's on page on time. <laughs> Say something positive about it. Because let me tell you this. Picture this with me, King. When you speak to a person, if you're speaking positive things, you're, you're putting a road in front of them, cutting through the forest, through, through the storm, through the mountains. And they're able to walk on that road that you have just spoken for them. But if you're putting negative things out there, they're going to have a hard time getting through. Is anybody with me on this? Yes. Am I talking to anybody? Yes. I want, you, I want you to practice this every day. Amen. Find four people every day. Find four people specific. When you get up and pray, God will give me four people today that I can say something positive to about them. Amen. How about, hey man, you're looking good. I like the way you dress today. Yes. I like your color schemes. Lady, I want to tell you, you look so good this morning. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Yes. When you tell a child that a child is anything negative, they're going to try their best to feed that negative person. That's right. You are planting bad seed yeah. in their field. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I had a young couple in my church down in Commerce many, many years ago. And they had a baby. And the baby quit crying a little bit, you know. I said, I bet he's spoiled. He said, no, no, no. We never say anything like that about my child. Because if I say that, then that's what he tries to become. And that's where I learned that idea. But if I say, son, you sure are good. Thank you for being quiet today. He tries to be quiet. I mean, I'm going to tell you, it makes all the difference in the world. Yes, it does. So that's why, let me ask you the question again. Do you know how powerful you are? The Bible says that you are to be the agent of change. Yes. You're the salt of the earth. Yes. You're the light in the darkness. Amen? Amen. Now, we're on our way to Heaven, yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm glad somebody paying attention. We're on our way to. I said we're on our way to. Heaven. Thank you. Wake up now. It's about to be over. We don't want you going back to the restaurant and falling over in your soup. We're on our way to heaven, but on our way to heaven, we need to bring a little heaven to all of Amen. So I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I love you because you are a lovable person. Now, did they laugh? Don't, don't pay that attention. They laugh because they're nervous and hadn't heard that before. But I want to there's an old song we used to sing. Fill my way every day with love. 
Let me walk with that heavenly leader. Let me go all the while with a song and a smile. Fill my way every day. How many of you ever heard that? Where were you? I just sung it to you. <laughs> Fill my way every day with love. Sing it with me. As I walk with the heavenly dove, let me go all the while with a song and a smile. Fill my Shake hands with one another, be friendly. God bless you. Thank you for letting me come and be with you today.